What's up, guys? We're here to go over UFC Kansas City, Holloway versus Allen. Uh, first off, please uh, like and subscribe. I know I always say it at the end of the video. Sometimes maybe that's too late to catch people. But um, I want to thank you guys. My uh, UFC 287 video has been um, the most viewed video I've had. I'm almost up to 2,000 views. Doesn't sound like a lot compared to some of these other big channels, but for a guy who's only been doing it for a couple months, it's a big deal for me. I've picked up a lot of subscribers over it, getting close to 150. So uh, thank you guys. I really appreciate all y'all, and I appreciate all you guys in the comments. You guys are always cool and super respectful. And uh, yeah, so not not any results to talk about on this one yet, because 287 hasn't happened, happened yet. Um, getting Getting this one out pretty early as well because I didn't have anything to do just kind of sitting around I'm sure a few fights will change around um I know some fights have changed around on the uh on the UFC 287 card uh and I and I did uh uh Ignacio Bahamondes opponent changed out I uh went ahead and I'm still going with Bahamondes and I've got a, a good size play on him as well just so you guys know, I still I'm still going with him, you know, on that. Uh, and then we lost the uh, Michael Chiesa and uh, the Leech fight. And uh, for a second, I thought Joaquin Buckley was actually going to jump in and fight Chiesa on short notice. But it turns out that was an April Fool's Day joke, and he got me. So, haha, whatever. I posted that shit on my YouTube channel and everything, fucker. <laughs> but uh, anyways, let's get into it, man. Uh, Get down here to the first fight. Ed Herman taking on Zach Cummings. And uh yeah, I'm actually a big Ed Herman fan, man. So let's uh let's talk about this fight. Um so Ed Herman is 42 years old. He is 6'1 with a 75 inch reach. He is 24 and 15 and 13 and 11 in the UFC. Uh, like I said, I'm a big, I'm a big Ed, Ed Herman fan. Um, have been since he was on the Ultimate Fighter show way back in the day. Uh, I guess that was probably back in like 2006 or 2007, and I would have been like 17 years old, I think, at the time. And uh, you know, I honestly didn't think I was gonna get the chance to break down one of his fights on my channel, you know, because I've only been doing this a few months, and I wasn't sure if we were gonna see him again. And uh, anyway, that's how long I've been a been a fan of his. You know, um, I kind of thought he was on his way out a long time ago, and then he came back with, you know, like three wins in a row and um, one knockout and a Kimura submission, you know, before um, losing his last fight to Alonzo Minifield. And, you know, he had moments in that fight, you know, at least, at least in the first round. Um, uh, you know, he's he's 42 years old. You know, he's well-rounded, very experienced guy. You know, he's got good jujitsu, big power. You know, he has a long reach. Um, you know, he has slowed down a lot. And I don't mean that to be, like, insulting. It's just he's late in his career, you know, as somebody would, you know, that's had 24 fights in the UFC. You know, he's over 40 years old now. You know, but, uh, you know, he can he proved he can still take a shot. You know, if Alonzo can't put him out, you know, 
Uh, also his leg was just completely jacked in that fight and he still made it through, you know, all the way to the end of the third round. So I'm hoping I'll get to interview this guy one day. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised he doesn't have more, you know, Instagram followers and stuff. Cause he's been around so long and he's always been a real exciting fighter. Um, you know, uh, let's see, he lost that fight, but his three fight win streak was Patrick Cummings, Patrick Cummins and, uh, Tadis Imerbov and Mike Rodriguez. I don't remember Patrick Cummings at all. I wonder if he's even still in the UFC. But anyway, you know, I could go over his whole record or whatever with you guys, but uh, let's just say I'm a big fan of his. I know probably nobody else gives a shit, but uh, he's taking on Zach Cummings. Um, he's 38 years old. He is six foot tall with a 75 inch reach, so they got an even reach here. He's 24 and seven and nine and four in the UFC. Um, you know, and he's another guy, like I said, that's up there in age. Uh, he hasn't fought in two and a half years and he's always fought, you know, at lower weight classes. At first he fought at welterweight, which is when he actually looked in the best shape. And then he fought at middleweight and, you know, he didn't look like he was like in the best shape there. And he looked, you know, kind of like a small middleweight. Um, so, and now he's coming up to light heavyweight. So I don't imagine that he's going to look very good as far as not carrying like a lot of fat on him. Uh, you know, he has a, he has good power, pretty good striker. Um, you know, he'll have the speed advantage here. Uh, you know, he hasn't, I don't think he's ever been knocked out in the UFC. Um, he has a, he has good leg kicks. Um, you know, I just don't know how he'll look at 205, you know, based on how he looked, you know, in his last fight, like a small little weight, little middleweight, little weight, <laughs> like a small middleweight. And, uh, he, uh, he's either bulked up and put on a lot of muscle or he's going to be chubby. So, you know, he was out due to injury. Uh, so we just don't know, like, like I said, what he's going to look like. And at least with Herman, I know what I'm going to get. Um, you know, Zach's fighting at home. The UFC has given him a fight that they think he will win. So there is that. Uh, and he probably should win, but, uh, I'm picking Herman, you know, probably you shouldn't listen to me, but, but I want Herman to win. So I'm going to hope Zach is out of shape and, uh, you know, Herman's definitely going to be the way bigger guy. Uh, so that, uh, like I said, maybe not listen to me on that one, but. Like I said, coming up a weight class, another weight class, you know, I just don't know what he's going to look like after being out two and a half years, you know. Uh, I couldn't find much. I tried looking on Zach's Instagram, you know, kind of see some current, you know, pics of him or something, you know, uh, but there really wasn't much on there for me to go off of uh, to make a good decision on what he's going to look like. So I'm going to take Ed Herman to win. Um, I'd imagine, you know, Zach will have the better cardio and stuff like that. Uh, or he should have, he would have, you know, at the other weight classes. So I'm going to pick Ed Herman, say he wins by decision. Next up, we got Brandon Roy Val taking on Maytuis Nicolau. So this is going to be a pretty exciting fight. I'm actually a big fan of both of these guys. Um, Brandon Roy Val is 30 years old. He is 5'9 with a 70 and a half inch reach. He is 14 and six and four and two in the UFC. Uh, so Ravel is super talented, real exciting guy to watch. He's only lost to like the best in the, in the division, the champ and uh, Pantoja. Um, he's really wild. He'll absolutely jump on, you know, like submissions and stuff. You know, uh, I've seen him give up dominant positions to jump on a sub that, you know, sometimes he gets them, sometimes he doesn't, but he goes for it. Um, I'm a big fan of his. Uh, he'll have a three and a half inch reach advantage here. 
Um, he's really tall for the weight class. Uh, you know, he throws good combinations. He's got good power. He's got really fast kicks, very offensive off his back. Um, you know, I've seen him get rocked a few times, you know, um, and, and dropped in some of his fights. Uh, you know, he's always live for a finish either way, you know, KO or, KO or sub. And um, it's kind of a tough tough pick for me because these are two guys that I've been riding with, you know, in kind of all their fights and, uh, you know, and that I've had money on here lately, especially Nicolau. Um, you know, uh, I've had money on Brandon Royval and most of his too. And, you know, he lost me some money in a couple of his. But, you know, like I said, these are two guys that I've been riding with. So, um, so he's taking on Matuas Nicolau. He's 30 years old. He is 5'6 with a 66-inch reach. He is 9-2-1 and 7-1 in the UFC. Uh, Nicolau's a great fighter, and the best thing about him, you know, is like his well-roundedness and his ring IQ. Um, he's a very smart fighter. He doesn't take unnecessary risk. Um, he's very technical and calculating. Uh, you know, these two guys are are complete opposites in, in that way, you know, um, He's looked better and better each time we've seen him. Um, you know, both these guys finished Matt Snell last time out. Uh, Royval subbed him, and Nicolau knocked him out. Um, and Nicolau's a very good counterfighter. He'll uh, he'll frustrate guys, so they rush him, and he'll counter them, you know, with big shots. He doesn't have the highest uh, volume of strikes, but he makes them count. You know, he's very accurate. He's got really good ground and pound, hard cap kicks. Uh, you know, Roy Val's always live, you know, for for a finish. But I feel like this fight could be similar to the to the you know um, the last Nikolau fight. Uh, I don't know if if I'll have the balls to put money on it, which turns out I do. You know, this was uh, me doing my notes earlier this week, but um, uh, I think Nikolau wins by decision. I think you know Royval's style plays you know pretty well into his game. You know, because he takes all the risk. He rushes in. He's very aggressive. And uh, Nicolau likes to be a counter striker, so I'm gonna be taking Nicolau to get the win. Um, I'm just gonna say by decision. I don't think he finishes Brandon Royval. Next up, we got Gaston Bolanos taking on Aaron Phillips, and uh, I had to do a lot of research on this one, and I was kind of frustrated that really couldn't find the answers on what I was looking for much. Um, but uh, Gaston Bolanos is 30 years old. He's 5'7 with a 70.5-inch reach. He's 6'3, six six and, and this is going to be his UFC debut. Uh, he, was a, you know, he was mainly a Muay Thai guy and a kickboxer before MMA. You know, his, his MMA career has been over in Bellator. Um, you can find quite a few of his fights on YouTube and stuff. You know, uh, he's a pretty exciting guy to watch. He's got lots of finishes on his record. You know, all knockouts. Um, his weak points are submission awareness and defense. Every time he's lost, I think it's been by sub. Uh, you know, obviously he's a very talented, you know, and powerful striker. He's got crazy, crazy uh, spinning elbow attacks and spinning back fist. And, you know, he has amazing Muay Thai. And, you know, he's got an inch and a half reach advantage here in this spot. He really hasn't fought the best of competition as far as his MMA career. Uh, so the question really is, is, you know, how much has his takedown defense improved and, you know, his submission defense as well. And, you know, also it looks like most of his fights were at featherweight and uh topology has this one at bantamweight. So is he going to be able to make the weight and how's he going to look? Um, he's going to be taking on Aaron Phillips. He is 12 and, or sorry, he is 33 years old, five, nine with a 69 inch reach and he's 12 and four. And uh, he's 0 and three in the UFC. And this is his second run in the UFC. His first run, he lost two fights by decision, and they cut him. And then he won five in a row, um, four of them by finish on the regional scene. 
came back against Jack Shore and of course lost, but you know, Jack Shore is a beast, so you can't really hold that against him. Uh, it all comes down to, you know, can Phillips get the takedowns here? If he can, he wins by sub or decision. Um, he does have good jujitsu. He has good kicks, good power, pretty fast hands. Um, you know, but he's not going to be able to strike with Gaston in this fight. Uh, you know, he can't, he cannot go out there and play that game. Uh, he's going to have to use his grappling, and and I would say he has that that grappling advantage. And I kind of want to pick him here, but you know, I usually lean more towards the guys with the grappling advantage. But I just haven't really seen the proof, you know, that he that he has really good takedowns. You know, um, uh, you know, and, and that's absolutely what he's going to have to do to get the win. You know, I'm staying away from this fight because I couldn't find looking through all of you know Aaron Phillips's stuff. You know, really much examples of you know his grappling or or anything like that so i'm gonna pick gaston to win by knockout but if he doesn't get it in the first round uh you know start watching for the for the grappling of phillips and maybe jump on the live line uh because we don't know what gaston's gonna look like in the third round he's never been there so that's something to watch um if uh, phillips makes it through the uh the first half of the fight so keep an eye on that Next up, we got Jocelyn Edwards taking on Lucy Padova. Padova. <laughs> um, Jocelyn Edwards is 27 years old. She's 5'8 with a 70 inch reach. She's 12 and 4 and 3 and 2 in the UFC. So, uh, you know, Edwards is a good looking woman. She has pretty good Muay Thai. She'll, uh, she'll have a 2.5 inch reach advantage. She has really good calf kicks. I'm a fan of hers. Um, you know, just I, I liked her striking. You know, when she first came to USC, I really, I really did and and appreciate and enjoy. You know, some of the some of the performances she was putting on and how good her striking looked. And uh, you know, I also think she's hot and wish she would grow her hair out long though. But uh, she does get taken down a lot. That's always been her her weak spot. And um, you know, she's pretty offensive off her back though. She has a good ground and pound from top position. Uh, she had a loss to Carol Rosso, who I consider to be a pretty tough chick, so no shame there. Um, you know, I, I I don't think I've uh, I, I noticed she kind of like started fighting more reserved her last few fights rather than you know taking a lot of risk, which is kind of how she was getting taken down, you know, in, in some of her other fights. Uh, she has good speed, and she's been kind of happy to use her range and beat her opponents up from the outside using a lot of kicks and you know good combinations and. Nice straight shots, and you know, she uh, that's kind of how how she coasted through her last two fights, you know, uh, and uh, you know, she has had trouble making weight at least her last time out. So it's a shame the you know the women's featherweight division you know is almost non-existent because you know I thought Jocelyn looked pretty good at that one fight she had at 145. You know, she looked you know a lot bigger. She looked pretty thick and strong. So it's too bad that there's really not a lot of competition you know to be had up at <laughs> up at 145. I mean. What do we see, like, two or three of those fights a year, maybe, you know? But uh, she's going to be taking on Lucy Padlova, and she is she is 28 years old, 5'8", with a 67.5-inch reach. She's 14-7 and 7 and 3-5 and 5 in the UFC. Uh, so this is her second shot in the UFC. She was cut a few years back after losing four in a row. And uh, she came back last year and got a win over a girl that went 1-5 in the UFC. Um, which is they do have that opponent in common. I think uh, Jocelyn beat the same girl in her uh, UFC debut. And uh, 
But she did win impressively, you know, by finish. So I guess that's probably why everybody's, you know, picking her in this spot. Um, yeah, Edwards is definitely going to be the better striker here. Lucy may have the better grappling, but it's weird because she was primarily known as a striker, you know, before. And now she comes back and she was, you know, d- using her grappling really well, you know, in her debut. And, you know, she'll have to get the takedowns to win this fight. She does have pretty good takedowns. I mean, I think Edwards has, uh, you know, improved. I think she's improved quite a bit, you know, um, and, you know, Edwards will be the bigger, stronger, stronger girl here. And, and I think this will be a good test to see how much her takedown defense has improved. Uh, so I'm going to take Edwards to win by decision. I know everybody's going with, you know, Padalova just cause I guess she got a finish in her last fight, but you know, she's, I don't think she'll be able to bully Edwards around like that at all. And I think Edwards has improved a lot, a lot, you know, in her, in her UFC career. So. I'll take uh, I'll take Edwards to get the win by decision. Next up, we got Lando Venata taking on Daniel Zuhuber, Zellhuber. There you go. And uh, Lando Venata is thirty-one years old. He's five nine with a seventy-one inch reach. He is twelve six and two, and four and six in the UFC. Uh, Lando's a, you know, he's a veteran, you know, he made a short run at featherweight, uh, he was able to, uh, he was able to beat Mike Grundy, and then he got, uh, sub pretty quickly by Charles Jordan, and, uh, he's jumping back up to lightweight here, he has pretty good wrestling, he's pretty fast with his strikes, uh, you know, he has good power, um, he has one of the, uh, few will kick knockouts in the UFC on his record, so that's impressive, and his striking defense could be better, um, you know, he has lost a few fights by submission, so the awareness and defense, uh, you know, on the submissions is, is something to look if you're, it's something to look at if you're placing money on him. Um, so, he's taking on Daniel Zellhuber. He is 23 years old, 6'1", with a 77-inch reach, and he is 12-1 and in 0-1 in UFC. So, this kid, this is a kid that won 12 in a row, you know, and had a bad fight in his debut. He beat a very tough guy on the Contender Series and Lucas Almeida, who's had a lot of success since he's coming to the UFC, you know, and, and, you know, he, he seemed to have a case of just being nervous, you know, and, and not being able to get going, you know, in that fight with Trey Ogden in his debut. So I don't think everybody should be writing this kid off like they are, you know, he's, he's really good. Uh, if you go back and, and do your research, he has nine wins by finish. Uh, if they're writing this kid off, they they just haven't done the research. That's all I'm saying. And and he's very long for the division. He's gonna have six inches of reach here on Venata. And uh you know, he's a he's a real real young kid. He's gonna be improving constantly. Um he's got good, you know, like hip toss type judo throws, uh good calf kicks, uh really good crick, uh kicks all around, really. And um he can definitely take a shot. We saw that in the fight on the contender series. Uh, he doesn't have horrible head movement. He trains up at elevation, so he's got good cardio. And uh, as long as he stuffs the takedowns, he will tear Venata up on the feet. And if he gets Venata down, he will grab that wrist and he'll trap it behind him and put a beating on him. So I'm going to be taking Zell Huber to get the win uh, by TKO round two. I think he'll probably use one of those hip tosses and win via ground and pound. Next up, we got Pero Rodriguez taking on Gillian Robertson. Pierre Rodriguez is 30 years old, 5'3", with a 63-inch reach. Um, she's 9-0 and 2-0 in the UFC. 
she's looked pretty good. She has pretty good striking. Uh, you know, she was getting a lot of takedowns on, on Sam Hughes. Um, I have nothing bad to say about, you know, her performances. The only thing I can say against her is she hasn't fought the best competition. Um, she'll probably have a striking advantage here. Uh, the reach is going to be dead even. And uh, she's going to be taking on Gillian Robertson. She is 27 years old, actually younger than, than Rodriguez. I didn't realize that, that Rodriguez is so new to the UFC. I assumed she would be younger, but uh, 27 years old, 5'5", five five with a 63-inch reach. She's going to have a height advantage, no reach. Uh, she's 11-7 and seven and 8-5 and five in the UFC. Um, this will be her strawweight debut for Gillian. And uh, so she is a very good grappler. Uh, this is a girl that subbed Rose Namanunas in like 30 seconds in a grappling tournament not too long ago. I made a video about it whenever I first started this channel. And it's actually a really big deal, you know, because Rose is like considered one of the best straw weights right now in the world. So, uh, you know, and, and all of a sudden after that, she's dropping down to Rose's weight class. So, I mean, she's got a good game plan here. Uh, she is a great grappler. She's super hot. She's uh, She should be the bigger girl here. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time on it. Um, I think it's a lot of people on Tapology. It's kind of back and forth on this one. It's almost 50-50 of the picks on there. I'm going to be taking Gillian Robertson to get the win. Um, I don't know if she'll get the submission. Probably win by uh, by decision is what I'm going to go with. And I believe she's an underdog. If you're... I guess I didn't write it down. Oh, yeah, I did. So... Yeah, she's an underdog. She's plus 136 right now, so if you're into betting on women's fights, you want a good underdog, I think she's she's a good shot. I mean, she definitely has a good skill set with the grappling, so she she you can she can be counted on there, I think. Next up, we got TJ Brown taking on Bill Algio. And TJ Brown is 32 years old. He is 5'9" with a 73 and a half inch reach. He is seventeen and nine and three and three in the UFC. You know he's had a little bit of trouble in the UFC. Um, yeah, I think he's improved quite a bit. You know he looked real good the last time out. You know he catches a big underdog against Eric Silva, and you know Eric Silva was making his UFC debut, and everybody, you know, everybody was going with him that fight. And TJ kind of just showed that you know he was the more experienced, well-rounded fighter. But he did look much improved. I mean, uh, you know, he's going to have a a half a half inch reach advantage here, even though he's way shorter. Um, and he has the power, you know, uh, the, the first punch, uh, that he landed on Eric, you know, TJ dropped him in that fight, you know, uh, right in the beginning of the fight, as soon as the bell rang, he dropped him. Uh, and he's got real good takedowns, pretty good grappling. He pushes a really tough pace. He has good jujitsu. Um, and I, I think TJ is going to have the power and strength advantage in this fight. Um, he has pretty good scrambles when he's on his back. Uh, he'll threaten with leg locks to get back to his feet. Um, uh, I think he's looked you know, pretty good after the switch, you know, James Crouch was his, his coach, his coach before. And, uh, I can't remember who he's with now. I guess that's the West side fight team. They have listed here. Not really sure. I don't know much about him, but you know, he did look much improved his last time out since, uh, you know, not being with James Krause anymore. I don't know what's going on with the whole James Krause situation, but uh, he's going to be taking on Bill Algio. He is 33 years old. He's six foot tall with a 73 inch reach, and uh, he is 16 and seven and three and three in the UFC as well. And um, you know, I'm kind of wondering who's closer to home here. You know, Pennsylvania closer to Kansas City, and or is Arkansas closer? I would think Arkansas would be closer to Kansas City, but I could be wrong. So I don't know who's rooting for 
you know who the crowd's gonna be rooting for here. But uh, uh, you know, I was pretty impressed with uh with uh, Bill's win against uh, Joe Anderson Brito. Uh, he kind of survived until Brito was gassed out and was able to get a decision win. Um, I think if they fought again, Joe Anderson would destroy him, though. Just being, being straight up about that. Um, other than that, not the best wins in the UFC. Um, he probably has fought the better competition, I would say, between the two of these guys. Uh, he can turn it on and be a killer like he did to a... Uh, who was that? They embarrassingly gassed out Herbert Burns in that fight. The guy was... It's a key, a TKO from exhaustion from damage. Never seen anything like that. That was embarrassing uh, for them. And uh, you know, I, I thought uh, I thought coming off that Burns fight, he would be able to beat Andre Philly, but he didn't look very good there. He got caught quite a few times. Um, you know, Bill's Bill's well rounded. Uh, I think he'll have the striking advantage here. But like I said, I think the power will be more with TJ Brown. And um, I think Algio goes out there, you know, often and he fights with his hands real low sometimes. And he's always open for that high kick from Southpaw, uh, from the Southpaw stance. Uh, Andre Feely hit him with that quite a few times, rocked him quite a few times, cut him with one of those. Um, I'm kind of surprised it's so one-sided on tapology for for Bill Algio here. Uh, I mean, naturally, I kind of want to agree with everybody and whatever, you know, like everybody else does, but I wouldn't put money on this fight, but uh, I'm going to pick TJ Brown to get the, to get the takedowns and win by decision. I'm sure I'll catch a lot of shit for that, but you know, whatever. Uh, I just, I liked more uh, what I've seen out of TJ recently than what I've seen out of, you know, uh, Bill Algio. And I saw quite a few holes in his game. Andre Philly kind of exposed a lot of holes in his game in that fight. So I'm, uh, I'm going to go with TJ. Next up, we got Bruna Brazil taking on Denise Gomez. Bruna is... She's 29 years old, 5'6", with a 66-inch reach. She is 8-2-1. And, and this is going to be her UFC debut. Give me just a second. Um, so I wasn't very impressed with her until... Uh, until she got that KO in the contender series and, you know, doing my research, she does have quite a few finishes on her record. Uh, but both of these girls do really. And, uh, you know, this should be an exciting fight. I think, um, you know, she is, a uh, Bruna's with the, uh, the fighting nerds team. I don't know if y'all know anything about, about them, but they got some tough people over there. Um, uh, what is his name? Carlo, uh, Carlo Barello or whatever his name is. I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right, but he's on a win streak right now in the UFC. I think he's undefeated in the UFC right now. Um, but, uh, you know, she's, she's pretty technical. She's not super wild. She stays calm. Uh, her kicks are one of her best weapons. She uses them really well. Um, you know, the, the opponent that she beat on the contender series though, was kind of like way undersized and, uh, you know, she's going to have her height and reach advantage in this fight as well. Um, she's gonna have a three inch reach advantage here. So, uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of, I'm kind of torn on it you know because i mean she hasn't really the girl of the contender series didn't stand a chance against her so it was an impressive win but i'm looking forward to seeing what she can do against somebody that's a little bit better and uh, denise gomez is 23 years old she is 5'2 with a 63 inch reach she is 6 and 2 and 0 and 1 in the ufc so uh you know starting off i think it's crazy this fight also is one so one-sided towards brazil However, you, I guess that's how you say it. But, uh, you know, 
every everyone on Tapology is going with you know Brazil. Uh, I'm sure she will be a big favorite, but uh, I think if Gomez hadn't lost her debut, you know, to to Luke Boonmi, who's a very good fighter, I bet this fight would be closer to a pick'em. And uh, you know, like I said, she Gomez, Gomez has got a lot of a uh, a lot of finishes on the regional scene too. She has pretty good jujitsu. She's very off, offensive off her back. And, you know, I honestly think this fight could go either way. Uh, I am going to go with uh, Brazil by decision, though, but uh, just because of the size advantage. But I think this is a lot closer fight than everybody's making it out to be, to be honest with you. Next up, we got Ian Kutalaba taking on Tanner Bozer. So, uh, Ian Kutalaba is 29 years old. He's 6'1 with a 75-inch reach. He is 16, 9, and 1, and 5, and 8 in the UFC. Uh, you know, Kutalaba's a powerful guy, but we've seen, you know, in his last fights more than ever that after one hard round of grappling, he's dead in the water. Uh, he usually comes out and has a good first round. He'll get the takedowns, but if he doesn't get a finish, usually he gets finished. And, uh, you know, the playbook to beat him is out there. It's It's been done, you know, quite a few times. You know, he will absolutely stick his head in a guillotine choke, you know, and and when he's going for the takedowns, he does it, you know, every time. And, uh, and he's a guy that's, that's, uh, he's fighting a guy now that's, you know, much bigger, you know, than he's used to. Um, Tanner Bozer's a former heavyweight. He's a big guy. Um, you know, Kutalaba has been subbed three times in the UFC. So and he's an exciting fighter to watch, you know, um, always look forward to, you know, to his fights. Um, cause he's super exciting. Uh, he's either, you know, getting, getting a win or getting knocked out or subbed. So, this is a going to be a fun fight. So he's taking on Tanner Bozer. He is 31 years old. He is 6'2 with a 75 and a half inch reach. He's going to have a half inch reach advantage. He is 29 and one and four and four in the UFC. So uh, you know Bozer's a pretty good fighter. He's a good sized light heavyweight. He was a small heavyweight. Uh, I think he'll look better down a weight class. Um, his last fight was a close split decision loss to uh, Rodrigo Nascimento. Um, apparently Bozer has a karate background. Wouldn't really know it by the way he fights though. Um, he's got good power. He knocked out Felipe Lenz. who's a tough guy. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, how to bet this fight. If you're, if you're so inclined to do so, um, you know, Kutalaba always has a good start. Usually almost in every fight, you know, probably sent other than the, uh, Magomed and Kalaya fights, you know, he's always had a good start. And, uh, so I would live bet you know, Bozer either after the, uh, at the beginning of the second round or at the end of the first, you know, you may get him at plus money that way. Right now, I think this fight's more to pick him. Yeah, it's like a pick him right now. And, uh, I think Bozer will end up getting a, a late KO round three after, uh, Kutalaba gasses out. Next up, we got Clay Guida taking on Rafa Garcia. This fight was further down the card uh, originally. I've got to scroll back up on my notes here. So Clay Guida is 41 years old. He's 5'7 with a 70-inch reach. He is 38 and 22 and 18 and 16 in the UFC. Uh, a lot of fights. <laughs> Over 30 fights, 34 fights in the in the UFC. It's crazy. Uh, he's been around forever. He's a fan favorite. You know, he's never in a boring fight. Um, 
And he's got some wins recently that nobody thought he was going to. You know, he was always labeled a wrestler, but here lately, he's you know, he does a lot of striking. He puts on a super hard pace. You know, guys that you know can't keep up with him. He doesn't slow down. He can take a he can take a shot. Um, you know, he's he's also stayed very active in the grappling competitions as well. If you look at his stuff on Tapology, uh, and he's going to have a two inch reach advantage here. So let's take a look at his record real quick. Some of the people he's fought and what he's been doing. So, so he had he lost a grappling contest recently to Chase Hooper. He's had three grappling matches between his last his last fight and and this fight, and his last his last fight was a loss to uh, Claudio Puelles by knee bar, which is the only thing that guy's good at. Uh, he got a win over Billy Quarantino, uh, Billy Quarantillo in the grappling. He barely lost that Mark Matson fight. It was close. It was a split decision. Uh, he's fought Bobby Green, Michael Johnson, Jim Miller, BJ Penn, Charles Oliveira, Joe Lozon, Brian Ortega, Thiago Tavares, um, Dennis Bermudez, Chad Mendez, Gray Maynard, Vincent Henderson, Anthony Pettis. He's got a win over Anthony Pettis. Takanori Gomi, Rafael Dos Anjos, Kenny Florian, Diego Sanchez, Nate Diaz, Mac Danzig. Robert Huerta, Tyson Griffin, Dean Thomas. I mean, this guy's been around forever. He's been fighting everybody. So that's always impressive. And it's always cool to see him still around, still being active. And he's going to be taking on Rafa Garcia. He is 28 years old. He's 5'7 with a 68-inch reach. He is 15-3 and and 3-3 and in the UFC. And he had a rough start to his UFC career. Um, but he's looked pretty good here lately. You know, he had a competitive fight. Uh, competitive fight with, uh, what was his name? Dracar Close, right? Yeah, Dracarkalos. He was pretty good. He's a guy who almost knocked out Benil Dariush. Um, so, uh, and, you know, he got destroyed. Uh, and he destroyed, uh, what was the guy's name? Machate. Yeah, his last time out, that was a crazy fight. Um, you know, he uses wrestling really well. He's not a horrible striker. Um, he has really good cardio, just like Guida. He keeps a tough pace on guys. Uh, he uses a good lead calf kick. And uh, he's got more of a boxing type striking with his hands. Um, I don't know if he'll be able to get, you know, Clay down, but I think he'll have the striking advantage in this fight. Clay may be faster, you know, but, uh, I, I expect this to be a real exciting fight. I'm going to be taking Rafa Garcia to get the win by decision. Um, but if you go back and watch his last fight, man, you know, uh, that Machate fight, Machate is a sniper and he was able to go out there and, and implement a really good game plan. And he busted that dude up and that guy, you know, they they, they were, uh, Rafa was the one that was bleeding all over the place, I believe. Uh, he had a big old gash on the side of his head from an elbow, but he went through that fight and he was just, he was, he was a dog in that fight for sure. Wouldn't be a bad spot to look into that. I'll, I'll check the line on that real quick. Tell y'all what it is. If y'all are interested in that one. Trying to pull it up. Hold on. Oh, I don't see it on this book. Hopefully it didn't get canceled too. Sometimes, sometimes Bovada has a freaking... are pretty slow to get stuff out and sometimes they're quick, but I'll have to check it on another book, but I can imagine that the line on... Uh, 
Rafa is going to be decent, probably. And uh, next up, we got Pedro Munoz taking on Chris Gutierrez. And Pedro Munoz is 36 years old, 5'6", with a 65-inch reach. He is 19-7 and and 9-7 and in the UFC. Uh, you know, his last fight, he couldn't continue due to an eye poke. It was kind of a funny situation. Um, it's probably a good thing for him because he wasn't really get, able to get anything going against Sean O'Malley. Um, you know, he was going to get destroyed. Uh, you know, he's on a bad run, but, you know, he's losing, you know, only to the legends of the sport, you know, and, 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 you know, Pedro's a legend in his own right. You know, if you look at the people he's been fighting lately, Dominic Cruz, um, you know, he, he almost knocked out Dominic Cruz in that first round too. And, uh, Jose Aldo, uh, Jimmy Rivera, he won that. And then he had a Frankie Edgar fight, which is a split decision. It was a close fight. So he's been fighting, you know, other legends that have been around a long time here lately, you know, so, um, it was, let's look at look at let's look at his record real quick. See who all he's fought. So he's fought. I guess he was supposed to fight Frankie Edgar three times, and it got canceled before he finally fought him. He's fought Aljamain Sterling, Cody Garbrandt, um, Brett Johns, John Dotson, Rob Font. Fought a lot of good fighters. So he's going to be, you know, at a at a, a height and reach disadvantage here. Um, he's got pretty good speed, pretty good takedown defense. Um, and I really do respect Munoz. He's a good fighter. But, uh, you know, let, let, let me say, you know, like he's been fighting that guy, guys that are like older in their careers, you know, and when he did fight one of these young guys in Sean O'Malley, it really wasn't going his way. So keep that in mind, you know, when you're thinking about this fight. He's going to be taking on Chris Gutierrez. He is 31 years old, 5'9", with a 67-inch reach. He is 9-3-2 and 7-1 and in the UFC. Um, his one loss was to Ronnie Barcelos, uh, and that was on the Ultimate Fighter show, I believe. Um, you know, Chris is really good. I've been riding with him, you know, in his last five fights, had money on him every time. Uh, they're giving him good fights. Uh, you know, they're really trying to build this guy up, and uh, he's looked amazing, you know, knocking out Frankie Edgar, you know, his last time out, super explosive. Um, he had that spinning uh, back fist win over uh, Bagdarel Danan. That was a, that's a that's a tough guy too. He's got a lot of power, so um, you know he's got some of the hardest leg kicks in the game right now. And uh, you know, I think those are going to serve him well in this spot. Um, you know, he's got good boxing. He fights very smart. He doesn't take a lot of damage. Uh, he's on a seven-fight win streak right now, so that's crazy that he that he really hasn't been in talks for a title shot. You know, um, how many other people are on a seven-fight win streak right now in the division, other than you know Arnold Allen with a ten-fight win streak? But so I'm gonna be taking Gutierrez, and uh, you know he could win by finish, but Munoz is pretty durable, and I'm gonna take Chris to win by decision. Next up, we got Dustin Jacoby taking on Azamat Morzakhanov. Dustin Dacoby is 35 years old, 6'3", with a 78-inch reach. He is 18-6-1 and 3-6-1 and in the UFC. 
Um, he was on a six-fight win streak when he got robbed against Khalil Roundtree his last time out. Um, and if you look at the stats, he clearly won that fight. Uh, it wasn't even close. He outlanded him, you know, basically on all levels. Um, I'm a big Dustin Jacoby fan. I've had money on him in most of his fights this run in the UFC. Um, he's an amazing kickboxer. His takedown defense is much improved. He's a big guy with a long reach. Um, he's going to have a seven-inch reach advantage here. Um, and his kicks are, are really good. He ser- you know, they serve him very well. He uses them a lot. And, you know, he's got really good leg kicks. He keeps guys at bay with him. And uh, he's got good power, even though he hasn't had a ton of knockouts, you know, in the UFC. But he also puts out a lot of volume. And, you know, he's got good footwork as well. Um, he's He can take a punch. He's been there with some pretty heavy hitters. You know, Khalil Roundtree's a very heavy hitter. And uh, he's taken on Azamat Morzakhanov. He is 34 years old, 5'10", with a 71-inch reach. And he is 12-0 and and 2-0 and in the UFC. You know, he's an exciting fighter. He must be good. Obviously, he's undefeated. Um, got a lot of finishes on his record, and uh, you know, but honestly, he hasn't fought anybody with even you know close to as good a striking as Jacoby. And you know, the Azamat has two finishes in the UFC, but he honestly was getting beat by those guys in those fights before he came back and got the wins. Um, was it Dolce? Oh no, it was Tafan Nchukwe that was beating on him, and I thought for sure Azamat was going to lose that fight, and he came back and got the win. So, you know, good for him, but. But those guys are nowhere near as good as Dustin Jacoby, and, and Nazimad is always live for a finish. Keep that in mind. But I think he belongs at middleweight. You know, he's a pretty small, light heavyweight. And, you know, he does have the power and the explosiveness. But, you know, I've, I've got to go with Dustin Jacoby here to get the win. And, uh, you know, he'll probably win by decision with the, with the superior volume. He'll outland this guy and beat him up with the kicks and everything from the outside. So uh, I'm going to be taking Dustin and Jacoby once again. Next up, we got Edson Barboza taking on Billy Quarantillo. Edson Barboza is 37 years old, 5'11", with a 75-inch reach. He is 22-11 and 11 and 16-11 in the UFC. So uh, Edson is a legend. He's an amazing striker. Um, he has some amazing highlight reel, you know, knockouts on his record and He's pretty late in his career. He slowed down a bit, which sucks because I'm a big fan of his, you know. And the way to win against him is to get the takedowns. You know, it's it's been done. Some people can do it. Some can't. You know, Barboza will have the striking advantage here. He almost always will have the striking advantage for, you know, most of the people uh, that he takes on. And, you know, I'm not convinced that Billy will be able to get the takedowns here. Barboza's record, you know, looks the way it does because he's fought the best of the best, you know, uh, of competition in the UFC and, you know, the competition levels that these guys have fought is not even close. And, you know, Barboza's going to have a uh, five-inch reach advantage here, and I think that could serve him pretty well. And he's going to be taking on Billy Quarantillo. He is 34 years old, 5'10", with a 70-inch reach. He is 17-4 and 5-2 and and in the UFC. Um, so Billy is tough. He's got great cardio, which is what saved him in his last fight. Um, you know, he got destroyed in the beginning of the Hernandez fight, and... Of course, Hernandez gassed out and took over, and, you know, Billy took over and put a beating on him. Um, Billy can push a really tough pace. He's well-rounded, but I don't think he's, you know, as good as Bryce Mitchell with the takedowns. So I don't think the takedowns are going to really be there, you know, for Billy. Um, You know, Billy lost to Gavin Tucker not that long ago, so I'll be shocked if he beats Barboza, but anything can happen in this sport, and Barboza's late in his career, but I'm going to be picking Barboza to win by decision. Um and uh, if he doesn't win, if he doesn't win this one, 
I'll I'll finally give up on him, but I think he can get the win here. And now we're on the main event. Max Holloway taking on Arnold Allen. Max Holloway is 31 years old, 5'11 with a 69-inch reach. He's 23 and 7 and 19 and 7 in the UFC. And uh, you know, I'm a big Max Holloway fan. I already told y'all a few weeks ago that I did take a take a play on Arnold Allen. You know, I think I got him at like plus 140. And I think he's like at a plus 130 right now. Um, I'm a big fan of both of these guys. But, uh, you know, Max Max has been around a long time. He's a very good striker, very good boxer. He puts out tons of volume, lots of kicks. You know, and he's really good, man. He's, he's got pretty good takedown defense. He's very well rounded. He's one of the best in the division. And, uh, you know, there's not many people that I would, that I would uh, you know, that, that I would pick over him. You know, um, I, I thought... I was, I picked all the way in the last Volkanovski fight, you know, and, but it, you know, I went back and studying the tape on this fight, you know, and you know, the last, the last fight with Volkanovski, Max looked like a shell of himself in that fight. And, and if you go back and watch the Yair Rodriguez fight before that, you know, I know he got the win, but that was a really close fight. And I've actually thought that Yair could have won that fight. And, uh, you know, he took a lot of damage in that fight. So, you know, um, Take that with a grain of salt, you know, but for me, you know, it kind of looks like, you know, maybe he's starting to slow down a little bit, but I could be wrong. And I'm a big Max fan, so I hope nobody's too hard on me about <laughs> about this, but uh, he's taking on Arnold Allen, and uh, Arnold is uh, 29 years old, 5'8", with a 70-inch reach. He is 19-1 and and 10-0 and in the UFC. And, you know, it could, it could be said that, you know, some of his fights early on in his career – you know, uh, in the UFC, were pretty boring. Um, if we go back and and look at them all here. You know, um, his first win was a good one around three guillotine choke. Then he's got several, you know, unanimous and you know decision victories. He's got a, a finish over Mads Bernal, uh, front choke round three. So he's got two submission victories in the UFC. Then he's got you know unanimous decision wins where he just kind of played it safe throughout, you know, like a four fights in a row there, played it safe and kind of picked at these guys, didn't throw out a ton of volume. But uh, then in his, uh, you know, his last two fights, well, can't say much about the Calvin Cater fight. You know, he was winning that fight before the knee injury, but, uh, you know, I won't I won't say too much there, but the Dan Hooker fight where he went out there and just went balls to the wall and just fucking destroyed Dan Hooker. I mean, he really showed how much power he has and how good he is and, and I, and I think that, you know, I mean, he's undefeated in the UFC, man, you know, and, uh, I, I think it's his time. I think he can get this win. I think he deserves to fight for a title. Um, I know Yair and, uh, Volkanovski are going to be fighting for the title soon. I think, I think Arnold Allen deserves it, man. And, uh, he's been around for quite a while now and he just hasn't been getting the respect he deserves. And I guess he really didn't start getting it until the Dan Hooker fight, but, I've been on the on the hype train with him for a while. I thought he was really good, really talented. Been very impressed with him. Doesn't take a ton of damage in his fights, and um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this, man. I, I won't be mad uh, either way. I guess I will be kind of mad if Max wins because I got money on Allen. But I want I want Max to win. I want Allen to win. This is kind of a tough fight for me. I'm a big fan of both of them, so I do have a play on on Arnold Allen, but. Uh, that's all my picks, guys, and as far as my bets go for this card, told you I got to play on Allen, uh, plus, plus 140. Um, I got to play on uh, Daniel Zellhuber, 
That's a one-unit play on him at minus 130. Uh, got a two-unit play on Chris Gutierrez at minus 200. I got a one-unit play on Dustin Jacoby, minus 173. And uh, I got a play on on uh, Matthias Nicolau at minus 165, and that's just a one-unit play. And I'm debating on a play. I might end up having a play on Bozer, but I might you know wait to live bet that one. And because uh, it's a pick'em right now, I think if Kutalaba comes out and you know has a good first few minutes of the fight, you know the odds will sway towards him, and then we'll be able to jump on Bozer at good plus money. And I'm actually considering a play on Gillian Robertson. You know, if she winds up being an even bigger underdog, I might throw a play on on her as well. And uh, so that's it, man. I appreciate all you guys, and uh, thanks for watching. Please like and subscribe, and. Let's take a look at the uh let's take a look at the uh 287 card and see if there's any updates that I need to talk about on here real quick before I get done with this. We've gone over all those. I told y'all about the uh Ignacio Bahamandez to take it on Trey Ogden now. I'm taking Bahamandez, got a play on him. And I guess they haven't found a replacement for the leech yet, unfortunately. And I guess we lost the Barnett versus Chase Sherman fight. I was kind of looking forward to that. I wonder if they'll find Chase another opponent. But, yeah, so I guess I don't got anything else, guys, man. I appreciate y'all. And uh, please like, please subscribe. Please keep watching. Tell your friends. I've got free bets. I don't charge nobody for my bets. And uh, when I have a good night, we all have a good night. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you.